Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Accenture overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. How to Make Compost, an easy-to-follow guide with me, Alan Titchmarsh. Scary, confusing, mysterious, just some of the words that are levelled at that heap of rot we call the compost heap. We all know we should have one, and we understand the value and the environmental benefits, but it's such a bother, isn't it? And it doesn't always behave as the experts tell us it should, so it seems easier to put everything into a polythene sack and leave it for the bin men. Well, that really would be a waste. So join me for today's tea break tutorial for my step-by-step guide to home composting that'll soon have you turning garden grot into organic gold. It's not a load of old rot, I promise you. So why bother? Aside from feeling virtuous, here's three reasons to get you started. Good compost is a valuable soil enricher. You can make brilliant compost in even the smallest garden. It works in a container even as small as one metre square. And it's absolutely free. If you think it's all hard work, you can relax. There are some who like to turn their compost heap regularly. I am not of their number. If life's too short to stuff a mushroom, it's too short to turn a compost heap. Instead, I do all the mixing as this stuff's added to the twiddling it in with a garden fork, and then I leave it to get on with the job of rotting. It's only natural. That's key. 
The best time to make compost? Well, you can keep adding to your heap all the year round. Although the warmth of spring and summer does tend to speed up the whole process. As the weather cools, so the process slows. But the heat generated by the rotting action will keep your heap cooking in all but the coldest conditions. So there's rarely a bad moment to start. I'm going to take you through the kit you need, the stuff to include and leave out, and what you can expect at the end of the process. But you don't need to scrabble for a pen and paper. Just relax and listen. You can find links to online resources, step-by-step illustrative guides, video, Gardener's World page links, and much more on the podcast pages. So grab a cuppa, relax, and join me to hear some Titchmarsh techniques. So how do you get started? Well, you'll need a container to corral all the waste. A sprawling heap never works. It starts to take over the rest of the garden and the edges of the heap just don't rot. They dry out. One bin is better than none, but two are better than one, since you can be filling one while the other's rotting or being emptied. Even better three bins side by side. There's swank for you. Yes, a real luxury. What can compost bins be made of? Well, four posts encircled by stout wire netting will hold it all together. Lining that bin with several layers of newspaper or old carpet will prevent sides from drying out. But sliding wooden boarded sides are better on two counts. The material within is less likely to dry out and the extraction of rotted compost is made easier. Simply slip up the pieces of wood and then the heap is exposed to you for taking out the rotted compost. You might even have a Dalek-style plastic bin or an upgraded version that's a barrel on a frame that you turn and tumble. These are really good in very small spaces like balconies or if you have a problem bending. They're usually more expensive than the DIY or wooden versions, but they're good options where space is really restricted or where mobility is restricted. The best place to put a compost bin? Well, one of the biggest mistakes gardeners make is to put their heap in the hottest part of the garden, reckoning that that will help the heap rot down quicker. Well, only to a point. Once a heap gets going, drying out is the biggest risk. So if you can, choose a spot under a shady tree. And if you do need to put yours in full sun, as one of mine is, a piece of old carpet on the top will keep in the moisture. The key is to keep it damp and keep it mixed. As I mentioned earlier, you can find notes of all the key information in this podcast, including our Best Buy compost bins, on our webpage. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 40%. Up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. (laughs) 
So you've got your bin in place. What goes into it? It's a bit like making a cake, really, where you need to get the mix right for the results you want. To ensure the blend is moist and crumbly at the end, not too wet or too dry, you need to add soft and damp material in the right ratio with drier, woodier clippings, mixing them in as you add them to start the cooking process. What are the ingredients? Well, the green ingredients, anything from the veg patch, you know, cabbage tops, the waste materials from crops that you've brought in to use, potato peelings. Never put food, cooked food particularly, in a compost bin. It will just encourage rodents. So green waste, annual weeds that you've pulled up, put them into the compost heap. When it comes to brown waste, you can put some autumn leaves in. I tend to rot them down separately in a bin on their own. They take rather longer. One of my best investments over the last couple of years has been a shredder. You can either buy one or hire one, and then you can shred your prunings and add them to a compost heap. They don't half eat it up, and it's a wonderful way of making the most of almost everything that you remove from the garden. So now you've got your heat piling up nicely. How does it start cooking? Well, it needs to be moist, but not soggy. And it should have air in it, but not great gaps so that things dry out. That means that in really dry weather, you might need to turn a hose pipe on it. But if you're covering the top with carpet, that won't be likely very often. The common mistakes to avoid, piling only lawn clippings into your bin and expecting it to turn into rich and crumbly compost. It won't. You get a smelly, slimy mess instead. Make sure lawn mowings are mixed with other broader-leaved vegetation. That way they won't be nearly so big a problem. Lobbing in thick twigs or branches, they won't rot unless they've been shredded. And even if they've been cut up really small, they tend to stay as thick twigs and branches. Adding the wrong sort of kitchen waste, meat, bread, pasta leftovers, they're an open invitation to the neighbourhood rats to come round to yours for dinner. Crushed eggshells are fine, they'll help open it up, but there'll still be crushed eggshells when you come to rake out your compost. If you do find rats are invading your compost heap, then you need to take action. You certainly need to stop adding the wrong sort of material and you need to call in the local council's pest control officer. Don't leave them to get on with it. Take action. How long does it take until the compost is ready? Well, it rots down faster in spring and summer when temperatures are higher than it does in winter. How do you tell when it's ready? Well, to see if it's done, Just dig down into it by about six inches. If it's brown and smells wonderfully organic, you'll know it's ready to use. And the thing to do is to scrape off that top layer and use it as the starter of the next compost heap. Better by far to have two heaps, one that is full and rotting and you know you can use, and the other one that's on its way. My garden would be a poorer place without the benefit of my compost heaps. And whether your soil is light and sandy or heavy clay, the addition of absolutely free garden compost will do nothing but good. It really is organic gold, and your garden will thank you for it. A properly constructed heap with mixed, moist garden waste is a real godsend. Till the next time, from me, Alan Titchmarsh, whatever the weather, enjoy your garden. 
you've been listening to Tea Break Tutorials with me, Alan Titchmarsh, produced by Lucy Ditchmont for BBC Gardener's World magazine. 